0: Hello and welcome to the show. I am Jude Sanball, your host, and I am so happy that you are here. We are back with a, a new episode this week after, well, taking a week off last week with a replay. It is only the second time. It was only the second time in almost three years that I did a replay. But uh, let me tell you that I have had a challenging few weeks Um I know that uh, I provide as much support as I can to you all every single week because I know that what you're going through is incredibly challenging, but unfortunately for the last few weeks, uh, I've had some challenges of my own around uh, the uh, post-divorce and court uh, process. I will have a lot more information on that, and I will run through it with you. I wanted to share uh, more specifics uh, about my life and and some Uh, practical examples of what uh, I continue to go through even a decade after divorce, but not quite ready to do that right now. It's still a little bit fresh but i will be processing that over the next week or two and i will have an episode that is solely based on that over uh based on my last past 3 weeks and the challenges that uh myself and and my family have gone through in that but uh anyway that's just the update as to why we had a replay last week uh, but we're up uh, with some some new content this week and that is 10 tips for a healthy parenting time transition. Now, all of you may know if you're already in the post-divorce or in the temporary orders timeframe of the divorce process, that there is a transition that's going to happen between the different homes, different residences, wherever you might be, uh, the kids might be residing between you and your soon-to-be ex or your ex. And as you can imagine, going from one house Hold to two households and having that be very different between you and your ex or soon to be ex can be a little bit disconcerting, particularly in the beginning for the kiddos. So what we're going to do today is share some tips around uh, how to make that a little bit smoother for them. And the first, so, and, and basically, so what this is going to revolve around is really creating routines, Rituals and being very consistent in how you go about do that, uh, go about doing that. Routines, rituals, and being very consistent. Those those are the three things to remember when um, when creating the um, a healthy parenting time transition. So the first tip that I have for you is have two of everything, because what you don't want to do is make it seem like they're packing up for a vacation this isn't a vacation they are going to their home now they are going to have two homes so the environments are going to be different but you don't want it to seem like that they have to pack and that they're making like it like they're trudging their stuff in between homes so make sure to have two of everything now my daughters are a little bit older. They are teens and they have some of their favorite clothes that they cannot absolutely positively do without and some other things that, that they like. But um but for the most part and particularly when they're younger, they're not gonna have many things like that that they're gonna wanna have they're gonna wanna trudge in between and back and forth between homes. So make sure to get two of everything so that you're not packing a bag or packing a suitcase and making it seem like they're going on a trip or going on a vacation, not a not really a vacation, but just uh, going and, and, and moving from one place to another. It's almost like you're Making them move every single week or every single transition, and if you're on a five-two-two-five two, two, five or something that's uh more um, more frequent transitions, then that can just be an enormous pain in the butt. In addition to it being uh, uncertain for them and, and not making them feel like they are um, safe and secure in each of the separate households, so that's tip number one: have two of everything. Don't pack a bag. Unless, of course, maybe they're older and they want uh, to bring some different stuff back and forth. Number two is offer comfort objects. Now, this is particularly beneficial to younger children, maybe something like a stuffed animal or something that they like to bring between the houses. That can be really something that's easy for them to uh, hold on to. My daughter's had um, their different stuffed animals that that they would bring between the households and just make sure that you are consistent with giving that to them so that they have that comfort. And that's just a consistent thing that helps them to make that transition in between each one of the household and that just that they're able to hold on to as one consistent thing between each of the different environments. So offer a comfort object or comfort objects that they want to bring. Again, I wouldn't say objects, maybe object would be great because you want to minimize the amount of stuff that you're going back and forth with. The number three tip for a healthy parenting time transition is select a set pickup and return time and keep that consistent. So depending upon what your parenting time agreement is, or if you're just working through your parenting time agreement, try to figure out a time that is going to be consistent and make that just the time that you're doing it so when we uh, made our uh, unwittingly our uh, parenting time agreements and um, in our um, in our um, parenting agreement in general we did pickups and drop-offs at school and from school now there's a a couple of benefits to this. The first is that you're minimizing the contact that you have with the other parent. Now, if you've got a very healthy, excellent co-parenting relationship with your ex or soon to be ex, then that's probably not as big of a deal. However, if you are in a high conflict or a very tense situation, this can be a godsend in having it where you're dropping them off at school in the morning And then the transition is when the other parent is picking them up from school after school or at daycare or um, after school care um, or at daycare uh, after at the end of the day. It makes a very kind of easy transition for uh, for them. If you are doing um, pickups and drop offs directly at Uh, residences, uh, then make sure to pick a specific time and stay very consistent with that time and communicate that with the kiddos so that they know and they understand kind of how this works. And again, this is going to be dependent upon the age of the kiddos. Mine were six, four, and two. They were very young when our divorce started, so, um, so they didn't necessarily... I would communicate that to them, but they didn't necessarily know. So they were just happy whoever was picking them up. But maybe if they're older, just let them know so that they know and they understand what the schedule is. You can even get a calendar. And I've I've heard of parents doing this uh, in giving each of the kids a a calendar that they can put in the room on their wall at each of the houses, or even a little pocket calendar so that they can keep it in their backpacks so that they know and they understand what those, um, those pickups and drop-offs are will look like. But make sure to keep those very consistent. Obviously, with uh, schedules and changes, sometimes that's going to be difficult to do. But the more consistent you can make it, the better it's going to be for the kiddos. That was number three. Number four is have them ready to go. Be respectful of the other parents so that the other parent will also be respectful of you. And I'll add into that in having them ready to go, have whatever items with them. So hopefully if they're, if they're, if you're doing the transition at school, if they need something, or if they have one of those uh, comfort objects that it's in their backpack, that it's with them, that they're not trudging a ton of stuff. Like, you know, like I said, like they're going on a trip or they're, or they're moving in between transitions every time, but make sure to have, Uh, Each of that or each of those things ready, have them ready so that they know and understand, again, to be respectful, you're respectful. It also teaches being respectful of people's time so you can convey that to them. And what I try to do is I try to get my uh, my daughters to make sure that they have all their stuff prepared and, and ready to go that they're planning on doing any of their special outfits or anything else that they might want the night before so that when they do do a pickup, we they we we have a pickup after school where they come to, where each one of us comes to the other person's home in order to get some additional things because we have instruments and some other things for some of the other kids. But uh, we try to make sure, I try to make sure that, that all is ready to go beforehand uh, so that they can just come in, pick everything up, and go right back out. That's number four, have them ready to go. Uh, number five is keep the transitions short. Okay, so this is particularly important in the beginning when they're starting to get used to going back and forth between the homes. You do not want to make a production of this, you do not want to uh, make this a big sad thing. It can be a quick kiss and a hug, and I love you, and send them on their way, or however you're doing it. If the one parent, parent is coming to the door, you can give it a hug. Just make sure that it's quick. Make sure that it's not making them feel upset. Uh, obviously you can't control if they're upset, but you can control your emotions and your feelings around it. And if you're surrounding them with love and you're surrounding them with happiness during these transitions, they're going to feel much more comfortable. So just make it quick, make it short, a hug, a kiss, a goodbye, whether you're walking them out, walking them to the door, helping them with their stuff, just be positive, be loving. Uh, I would avoid things like I will miss you and stuff like that. While you might miss them, you, again, want to keep this positive and loving. Um, The next part of this is number six, which is fake it until you mean it. And what I mean by that is tell them to have a great time. Tell them to enjoy themselves. Tell them that you hope that they have fun. So this goes in conjunction with the keeping The transition short, but also fake it until you mean it. Really, let them help them to be comfortable in going to the other parent's house so that you know that you want them to have a good time. You want them, and we do, right? We want them as much, if you can, you've got to keep these uh, feelings and emotions out of how you feel about the other parent. And so if you can't, you know, if you don't truly feel that, fake it until you really mean it. And hopefully you do really mean that you want your kids to have a good time wherever they're at, wherever if they're with your, your ex or if they're at school, et cetera, because that's definitely putting your kiddos best interests and what they need in front of your feelings and your worries, et cetera. So that's five and six, keep the transition short, quick hug and kiss and goodbye. Tell them to have a great time. And that you'll talk to them soon, number seven is be on time if you're picking up the children from the other parents' house, so man, I've seen this uh happen lots of times uh with with um with the kiddos when they are anticipating because. Even if they are, and even e- they are always anticipating. So if you've explained to them whether or not or what the schedule is, they are always anticipating when the other parents coming. So if they are ready, and and gotta keep in mind that this is this is also a little bit tenuous. They have anticipation, they might have worry, they might have anxiety. And if you are late showing up to them. Then their minds might start racing and thinking about things and worrying about things and vice versa. So make sure any time that you are picking up, you're going to pick up at the time that you say you pick up. So if that's from school, that's you're going to you're, you're going to pick them up at the time that you say you're going to pick them up. If it's at the uh, other parent's house, make sure that in, in absolutely positively, unless it's emergency or something else, do not fail to show up because that is just going to. Create a very difficult and challenging uh, mental emotional state for your kiddos, and also is going to open up the uh, the other parent to having to try to explain what it is. Now, again, depending upon what your relationship is with your uh, with your ex, then hopefully that could be a positive that would be a positive, but you just never know. So make sure number seven is be on time if you're picking up your children from the other parent. Number eight is be amicable. Okay, so again, this is if you're picking up and dropping off face to face. And these next um, these next two are going to be around that. Be amicable when you show up because you want this to then be not what you've got going on, not what your ex has got going on. And and look, if your ex is not able to be amicable, be even more amicable and be even nicer. To uh, to to them because this is not a time where you want that you know there to be uh, any kind of consternation, any kind of conflict, or uh, any kind of confrontation. And that's what number nine is um, also is avoid discussions about money or plans or medical issues or anything that you've got going on. So these two just kind of go together which is be amicable and avoid any discussion. So this is all about the kids right now. So don't start having the conversations. Don't get into arguments. Just make it all about the kids. You are focusing on, hey, if you're showing up, how are you doing? Great to see you. I'm so excited. I love you. If they're leaving, it's hi or bye. I love you. Give them a hug. Have a great time. It's all focused on making it as smooth as possible for them in easing them into going or coming. So make sure to do that. Number eight is be amicable. And number nine is avoid discussions or confrontations or arguments or anything else. Number 10 is create a ritual. And so this one is if you are, if the kiddos are coming to your house or, um, or your place. And what this does is it helps them to just get comfortable into uh, get comfortable in getting used to your place, because now they're going to have two separate environments, and most likely they're going to have two separate um, rules and and two separate ways in which the the households operate. And so, helping them to transition to that by creating a ritual is is very helpful. And what do I mean by creating a ritual? So that can be, um, that can be anything. It could be, um, having a movie night when, when they come out, when they come back. So what we do is we do, um, pizza and movie nights. So it's, they know that they're going to have pizza. Um, some people do popcorn, uh, and, and movie nights. Some people, uh, I've heard doing a uh, game night. Sometimes it's, uh, going to the park. Sometimes it might be going out to dinner. I mean, whatever it might be, you can create this ritual. And then you can just let them know and help them to understand, yes, now you're back at daddy's house or now you're back at mommy's house. And so it's okay to say that. And it's okay to help them to feel comfortable in that transition. And if they are uncertain or they're upset, it's okay to say, this is okay, but this is at daddy's house now, or this is at mommy's house now. And create a ritual. The other thing that um, I did, and I'm going to add on, I, I'm not going to make it number eleven, but right kind of round these rituals is kind of have something that is there. Um, we created uh, a um, just like a uh, a little. I want to call it an altar, but it's just um, it was just like a a silver plate. And we had some um, different trinkets and uh, things that uh, each one of them put in there that were important to them and kind of important to our family's uh, values that we have at the where they that they see. Uh, right when they come into the house. And so at our old house, we had it right on the kitchen table because we had a bigger kitchen table. Um, here we have it right in our entryway. So when they come in, they kind of see all of their stuff. It's like a uh, just like a transition thing, like a transition um, place for them to kind of see, oh, yes, this is daddy's house. These are um, the important things that I put on there. These are our values. This might not be a conscious thing that they see or they understand, um, or they or they feel, but it'll be a subconscious uh, thing that they're going to um, identify with and help them to feel comfortable. So, uh, and then create that ritual, which is doing something that helps them to just feel comfortable that they're back at your house. Pizza. I love pizza. Well, I love pizza. Um, so that's why I pick pizza. But um, I love pizza. And then doing the movie night, it could be a game night or it could be video games, whatever you might do. But a ritual then is something that's that's fun. I'm going to also add in there, those of you looking at different transitions, I really found it uh, helpful to do transitions on Fridays. So if you're doing a week on or a week off, uh, Fridays were really, really good because it just gave them the opportunity to transition, especially if they're coming back after school. We did the transitions, drop off at school and then pick up from school or um, after after school care. And then they were able to come home and then the nice thing about doing the transitions on Fridays, especially if you're doing the week on and a week off, if you're doing a 5225 or a 3443 or something like that, um, then this does not apply, but with the Fridays, it helps them that they don't have to get up and go to school or they didn't have to come home and do homework right away. Uh, it just just made it a little bit smoother in order to make it a little less uh, a little less hectic. Uh, a little less stressful in um, having that weekend buffer, and then being able to wake up on a Saturday and then ease our way into the the weekend, and then prepare prepare for the week ahead. So there's other tips like that. We talk about when I'm in private coaching, we talk about all kinds of things like this and um, how to um, how to make the transitions easier and, and different things. But find the different things that uh, that work for you. Again, you want to create routines make it the same um, rituals and you really just want to be consistent. So let's run through these quickly again. The 10 tips for a healthy parenting time transition have two of everything at each of the households. Number two, offer comfort objects, particularly for the the younger kids. The older ones like my teens have their special outfits and stuff that they like to bring back and forth or their, um, their games or whatever else. Uh, Number three is select a, Uh, Select a set pickup time and return time and keep it consistent. Number four is have them ready to go. Be respectful of the other parents' uh, um, pickup time and their time in in, um, coming to get the kiddos. Uh, Five, keep the transitions short. Make it quick and effortless and and no drama. Number six, fake it until you mean it, meaning absolutely positively tell them to have a really good time at the other parent's house. Number seven, if you are picking up and you're the parent that is uh, exercising your parenting time, be on time and never ever miss unless it's an emergency. Number eight uh, and number nine, go together, be amicable and do not discuss any kinds of money or arguments or plans or medical issues or this or that or whatever. This is all about the kiddos. Just focus on them and a smooth, drama-free, loving, happy transition. And the last one is create a ritual around when they're coming back to your house and maybe create that uh, little space in your house that they see. That's uh, something for them to subconsciously anchor to. Uh, and then make that ritual something fun and exciting so that they know when they're coming back, they're going to have pizza and movies or games or popcorn or, or dessert night or whatever that might be whenever they come back to your home. So create that ritual to make that transition uh, much easier and effortless for them. I hope that you found some value in these top 10 tips for a healthy parenting time transition. If you did. Please share this far and wide on social media. If uh, you could pause now and leave us a star rating and a uh, review, that helps immensely on whatever podcast platform that you're on. The reviews help uh, bring more people in. um, Or share this with somebody that you know, a parent that is going through uh, a divorce or is. Um, newly divorced or post-divorce so that we can continue to grow this community. The Dorth Advocate community is here to provide all of the uh, resources that you need in one place uh, in order to make this um, difficult and challenging time less difficult and less challenging. Thank you so much for listening this week. I appreciate it. I will talk to you next week and God bless.